Welcome to the Manchild Chronicles podcast, where four friends talk entertainment, fatherhood, and sports, all with sarcasm, comedic timing, and a healthy dose of toxic masculinity. Let's welcome our hosts, Ryan, John, Mike, and Jay. Growing up never took so long. Yeah, Merry Christmas, cronies. Manchild Chronicles podcast. I'm your host, Ryan, here with my three best friends, Michael, John, and Santa Claus. Today, we're going to play a million dollars butt and draft the best Christmas characters of all time. Merry Christmas, gentlemen. Merry Christmas, Merry Christmas indeed. Happy Hanukkah, if any of you are Jewish. Got to make sure you get them all. Good, I love good it. Shout out, Quantico. So I watched um, Christmas movies. Everybody watches Christmas movies right now, and I watched uh, one of my favorites. I'm still on Halloween, there, guy. I, brought, <laughs> I watched one of my favorites last night. Uh, little George Bailey, and the more you watch that movie, the older Is you. Is that get. what the movie's called, Little George Bailey? No, George, uh, uh, why is my mind farting right now? You can do it. You can do it. You can get there. Come on, buddy. You can Come, on. Come on. Come on. Buddy. You Come watch on, it buddy. every year. Watch Don't it. look it up on your phone. He's got Don't to. look it up on your phone. He's so confused. Come on. Frank Kappa. Single year. It's a wonderful Come life. On. It's a wonderful life. Oh. You look that up on your wow. phone. Hold, that first of all, my, my wife all. loves that movie. My wife loves that movie. Anyway, like they he, always watched it. I've never seen it. Are you crazy? You've never I've seen never that seen movie? It. You've never I'm watched telling it. It's a wonderful life. The older uh-huh. you get, the more you relate to that guy. It just gets... It's just hmm. such a good movie. Not, I don't think it's one. a good movie when you're a kid, Like, but when you get older, it's a very good movie. I watched Seventeen again. That's my version. I love that one. Zac Efron, uh, Matthew Perry. That's the version oh. I watch. Oh, Matthew Perry. So, how, how, how is the original? Do you, do you recommend it? Do you watch the whole black and white version, or do you watch the colored version? Uh, actually, I'm glad you said that because I've only ever watched the black and white version. I didn't even know there was a Technicolor one. Yeah. And I watched the Technicolor one because it's on Amazon Prime right now. I knew that, and I hadn't even seen the movie. And a little different, a little different. They're both good. Uh, It was kind of nice seeing it in color for the first time ever. You noticed a lot more details, obviously, in color. So that was kind of fun. I've seen bits and pieces. I obviously know the story. But, yeah, I've never actually sat down and watched that whole movie. Maybe we will. Maybe we'll do that. Should, should. It's a good one. Okay. Since we're talking movies, Ryan, you just said that you watched Oppenheimer on our group chat, right? I sure did. What did you sure think? Sure did. I love <laughs> Very that. Christmassy. I didn't, know, I didn't know what to think because most movies like that are very hit and miss for me. Where a lot of them, I get bored or I don't, I can't, I just can't get into it. I was, I liked that movie right away. I don't know if it was because I was just infatuated with... The preview in him like assembling a team, and I was like, "Oh, that's going to be cool." Uh, Avengers, yeah. But uh, I don't know. I like I like that era back then. I like I like history type stuff. What do you mean back then? <laughs> back in that era. It's back then. It's not now. It's back yeah. then. When men were in control, yeah. women, knew their, in control, women that, knew their yeah. place. I liked a, that era. A backhanded slap was no big deal. <laughs> Get back in the kitchen, darn it. <laughs> there was uh, a men lot of figured out back then. A lot of actors that I had no idea were in the movie. Uh the yeah. guy the kid the guy from the boys was in it. Uh did not know he was in it. Uh, the fat kid from Drake and Josh was in it. Uh, didn't get to say hey, a word. He but... is not fat anymore, Ryan. No, he's not. He looks good. He's been look- he looked good for no, a while. No, but we all know who he's talking about. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Josh hold on. Peck. Hold on. The show's called Drake and Josh. You know which one's Drake. <laughs> and you know which one's Josh. But he instead of say... saying Josh is in it from Josh Drake, he said the fat kid from Drake and Josh is in it. Josh Peck, we just want to apologize for our fat... Look, here's the thing, though. He's fat. 
calling someone else fat, so it's okay. Like that's it's more of a term of endearment. At I this don't point. think so. And then I, so. I, I don't know how much history is true in that or not. Like was Harry Harry S. Truman in that movie is uh, is set out. They make him look like the one of the worst human beings ever alive, which he might be. I don't know, but they sure made him look like it in that. Uh, I mean, anytime you want to be going by your full name, Harry S. Truman, you're probably the worst human. Yeah, probably a time. dictator. Like, I mean, he, he literally had. I mean, made the decision to kill a ton of people. Um, but I think deep down inside, all Whoa, those scientists, spoiler. Deep down inside, all those scientists, I think knew that was going to happen, even though they're like they thought they were just building that bomb to scare people. Like, you don't build a bomb. Like, you know that my bomb's probably going to go off. So that's why they didn't. Uh, I don't want to give yeah, too we'll many see. things away, but there was another bomb they could have built and they didn't. So yeah, I, uh, I, don't don't spoil it. I don't know if the bomb actually goes off or not, so don't spoil it. <laughs> I I may have said this in our chat, but I don't know what is up with Christopher Nolan and his audio editing over the last couple of movies. But I'm deaf and I have really bad tinnitus, and. Uh, and when I started watching Oppenheimer, I got like 10, 15 minutes into it, and the mumbling and the way the audio was done, I can't hear it. Like I, and, and it was the same thing with Tenet. And I can turn it way up, but like the ambient noise in the movie starts taking over the dialogue, and I just get frustrated. And so I started it, but I haven't seen it because like I don't feel like I can hear it. I think you need to get a hearing aid, Mike, because I don't Probably. have any problems hearing anything <laughs> in that movie it sounds like that's something that annoys you huh mike yeah yeah, yeah. i got a top 10 list here of things that annoy me uh number 10 <laughs> when your burrito fillings fall out of your burrito shell oh the worst whoa that whoa whoa me. john and life unless hack. you have nacho chips life hack you put an uh, an an open burrito underneath oh. so as you're oh. eating you just make another burrito my god my God. My God. The day is the day the world changed for little John Gill. <laughs> Number nine, people in crowds who are ignorant on the on how they're in the way. You know, mm. they're just standing in the middle of the crowd. They're in the way of oh, everything. They're just ignorant to it. The Nothing's worst. more annoying than that. Yesterday, I went to Walmart. This lady's standing in the aisle, you know, the long way. Her cart's half the aisle. She's in the oh other pack. You can't get past her, and she's just standing there, oblivious, looking at her list. Do like, you kick the cart? Are you what, kidding me? What I flipped you it over. Is, I flipped it over. You should turn it into, like, a, an NFL commentating thing and be like, oh, John Gill drops back the pass. He's going <laughs> to run for it. He's taking down the passer. He's taking down the passer. And then just... I always say something to that person when I go by him. I don't care. My wife's always like, shut up, Ryan. Like, what no. do you say? How rude can you get to someone, that, a stranger in Walmart? I don't know. It's just like if that lady wasn't moving, uh, I mean, if I couldn't get by her and she wasn't moving, I'd be like, well, I guess we're just going to stand here all day because people don't want to move. <laughs> oh, I don't care. I mean, God, have some decency in the it. store. Wow. Or people that walk a mile an hour in front of you. I'll just go right around you here, and I get right in front of him. Yeah. Sorry, Grandpa. I know you served in World War One, but I don't care. Move! Kick the car. I know you're alone this Christmas, but screw you. <laughs> screw you, veteran. It's like road rage, but it's aisle aid. Rage. Aisle okay, rage. I got you. All right. All right. Aisle Keep going, John. Number eight. When your drink is empty at a restaurant... But the waiter makes you ask for the refill instead of just bringing you the refill. Or they intentionally take dirty plates off your table, but just ignore your drink. That's empty. I've been no, with no John. Tip. That is bad news. That is bad news. I, just I eventually just that. get up and go get my own refill. I'll even walk in the back and get it. My wife is very embarrassed by me. And I'm like, well, I'm just, well they're not filling it up. And, I'll go fill it and myself. And it's so strange because... They're always focused on the plates. And I don't know about you guys, but the plates never bother me. An empty no. plate sitting in nope. front of me doesn't, doesn't bother, bother me. me. So the their two options me. are taking a dirty plate that somebody spit and stuff was all over. It's a dirty plate. Or you can just refill a drink, which is by far the cleaner and quicker 
of the two tasks, and they still don't do it. But they do have – it's more efficient to do the plates because they probably don't want to go back empty-handed. And if they get a drink, they got to make an extra trip back to you. Mm. Mm. Number seven. Want. When you are at the furthest urinal away and someone still comes right next to you <laughs> to urinate. That's not – Does anyone that, do that on purpose? <laughs> What that is, I that's think an, it's hilarious. That's an invitation, is what that is. <laughs> hey, I love to walk up right hey. next to the person and be like, "Hey, how's your day going, bud?" <laughs> you would get punched in the face. Number six: people who have to take photos or videos of everything instead of just enjoying the moment. Yeah, <laughs> once in a lifetime moment. I love watching those videos, and everybody's got their phone out and then looking at yep. their phone. I'm like, you can literally see it in live person right now. What are you doing? But my, my favorite though is on the entire concert fireworks. Yeah, yeah. when have you ever gone terrible. back and been like, look at these fireworks? Yeah. <laughs> look at the firework video I made. That's wow. not except except for that one time that Jay almost killed me. <laughs> And except for Terry. I love Terry's version. Yeah. Terry! Get out of there, Terry! Back Put it, it in up! Reverse, Terry! Put it in reverse, Terry! There was, a, uh, there was an article that came out, uh, like an update kind of satire article, that uh, over the last couple of years that he finally got a wheelchair that had reverse, and so there was like a video of him. Like It was, it was really funny. It's on that the internet funny. somewhere. Number... Five when a car has more than two bumper stickers. I don't know why, but that just annoys me. Really? Like, when you You're see a bunch stickers. of bumper stickers on a car, it's just like, come on. You're counting them, huh, John? I don't like it. I don't like it. Two's enough. What's your What's your take on inappropriate bumper stickers? Where they say cuss words or one's good. Two, two, <laughs> two inappropriate ones. That's too much. One inappropriate ones. Okay. So somebody has like their school sticker on there because schools give those out mm-hmm. and then they have like uh like a family one on there you don't have the little stick mm-hmm. people that's too mm-hmm. many no that's two two is enough if oh, you go above enough. two if you go above two bumper stickers you have too many on your vehicle so if they have a third one that says make america great again it's too many <laughs> they gotta pick which one they want to remove and i would take away the school yeah gotcha uh number four not holding the door for the person behind you. Just something very simple to do. Hold the door open. Let them in. Be polite. No, I don't want to get ahead of your in. list here, but one of my most annoying things is when you hold the door and somebody thinks they have to walk super fast. Like, when somebody holds the door for me and I'm like, oh, a ways yeah, away, yeah, yeah, yeah. now i got to feel like i got to speed up and get in there because <laughs> yep. they're holding the door for me. Yeah, there there is. Well, a fine I was line having there. a relaxing day. <laughs> now, what? Now, how many feet away do you think? Because I agree with that. How many feet away do you think? Like, I think thirty feet away. They're probably too far. That's like, too far. They, they normally like have to 50, be about fifteen feet max. I was thinking. Yeah. I don't think it's feet. I think it's if by the time I open the door and make eye contact with you, oh, you over. should be within arm's reach. Like, or you you're not holding right it open. There. Right. That's my rule. Like, by the rule. time I open the door and turn around, you should I should be able to touch you. And if wow. not, then I'm just going to walk in, I'm going to do the little door push, and then keep walking. I thought 10 to 15 was appropriate, but not to my no. rule. The, the yeah. other door etiquette that You've annoys... you got short arms, so we're talking, what, two feet? Shut up. <laughs> the, other, the other door etiquette that really annoys me is when you're leaving somewhere, and everybody has to hold the door for the next guy... To get out, yeah. it's like what? It doesn't make sense to me. Like I have to hold the yeah. door for somebody that's right behind me. I don't know. I just don't get it. Now I will say Look. there are situational exceptions. If there's like an elderly lady or uh, somebody that's carrying something, there are exceptions. What I'm referring to is the everyday, no outside circumstances, whatever. So, Here, but I always key, feel like I, I, always, I like to. I always feel like I have to put, when they're holding the door, you have to get your hand on that door as fast as you can so the person in front of you can take their hand off the door. Yeah. yeah, yeah. 
It's just no, see, it's just and that's what I like, Ryan. Low key, what annoys me is say you're at a big gathering. Say it's a Sunday. Say it's church. I hold. I open that door and I hold it open. <laughs> you're stuck. And then I see seventy five <laughs> people just walking through. I'm yes, like, yes. I didn't want. To, I don't do this. I'm not a volunteer. <laughs> I don't work here. For the love of God, someone Merry grab Christmas. the door. <laughs> Man, Chris, who's clocking in for the closing shift? Yeah, what's happening? And you just have to sit there and smile. Here's a good one, too. How many times have you been like that where you open the door and everybody keeps pushing it open and holding it for each other? But that little foot stands on the bottom and nobody has had the right in their mind to (laughs) kick that thing down until you get up there. It's like, what? You idiots. There's a thing right here. We don't have to keep holding this door. He is the chosen one. (laughs) (laughs) And that day, little John Gill learned. Number three, not returning your shopping cart to the correct location in the parking lot. that, That is the litmus test of a good human being or not because this is on the internet i'm just repeating what's already out there there is no societal or lawful consequences to not returning a cart therefore there should be but if you do not return your cart even if you're listening to this right now and you're one of those people that like kick it up on the curb or leave Mm. it next to cars or whatever and i you are a terrible person. Put the card away. Put the card away. That TikTok video guy away. who throws stickers and flags on people's cars I is the best. That cart narc, yeah. yeah. I love guy. the cart narc. <laughs> He's a great guy. I was at Costco the other day, and we kind of parked in no man's land. Because Costco, oh. they have their cart corrals a little ways out there. But we were kind of in the middle between a lot of, like, far away from cart corrals. And the big there parking two lot. other carts... In the stall next to us, and right away I put my cart in there, and I couldn't even turn around. My conscience got the best of me, so I took all three carts and walked all the way over to a cart corral. <laughs> Good for you, Ryan. Good for you. <laughs> Which is why I think most all dude has it figured out. If you want your quarter, you gotta take it back. I think yep. all stores should have the quarter rule. Yeah, it just you don't takes lose care of everything. You don't lose a quarter. You just get it back when you're done. That's right. Number two, this one's kind of a two-parter, but the first one would be self-checkouts at stores that tell me to rate their service. (laughs) And then the second part of this would be kind of similar, a a kiosk at a restaurant where I have to order the food from a kiosk, and it tells me to tip. How much would I like to tip at the very end when I don't deal with anybody at all? Okay, so here's the thing. Self-checkouts get a bad rap. Okay, they really do. Most of the time when I'm not doing like big grocery shopping or something like that, like say I'm going to Lowe's. Lowe's is a good example. Lowe's has the combination of self-checkouts and regular checkouts. Now, half the time they're never, the regular checkouts are never manned. But when I go into Lowe's, I'm not usually doing multiple item shopping. Like I need one thing to, to finish a project and, and the self-checkout is great. I don't have to talk to anybody. I don't have to do anything. Like, it's just, boop, card, done, out. I like that. I like that. Now, when you're at Walmart, and the, when you go into Walmart, obviously, you're going for many things. And if the sign has to say 50 items or less, you're doing self-checkout wrong. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So, like, Walmart, yeah, fine, have some self-checkouts. But with the whole world converting you know, to more self-checkouts than not. It doesn't make it doesn't make sense to use them for everything. But you have, like, your them. boomers, no offense, Ryan, that um, are, are like, oh, self-checkouts are terrible. We should never blah, 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 blah. No, Call false. me a boomer. <laughs> false. Call me a boomer. So, it's good to have a few, but they should not be the norm. Now, Hy-V has it figured out because they have... They have a self-checkout with the little tiny counter, but they have a self-checkout with the whole conveyor belt. Yes. So you can do your own, and they have people to check you out if you don't if you want to be checked out. So they yep, I like they got it figured out. I love getting checked out. I love getting checked out. Uh, ring my bell. But anyway, so I, uh, every time I go to Walmart, and it's either there's two registers open there, man, and the lines are all the way through the roof. So then you go through self-checkout, oh and you're struggling to get through. And 
And then there's four to five people in these little yellow vests always standing together in a circle. <laughs> Doing nothing. Doing nothing. While and I'm they're over yellow there vests. They're not even out. blue vests. They should know better. While I'm checking out, and then at the very end of it, it always goes, please rate our service today. And anytime I get at a self-checkout kiosk or any type of kiosk that says, please rate our service, I always give it a one star. One. Yep. Always give it a one star just because that's how I am. The one time my wife says she was at the self-checkout and she was trying to get it completed through, she had to get something approved, and the person comes by, approves it, her payment goes through, and the the, pers- the worker hits five stars before my wife could even select <laughs> anything. Oh, like, nice. Smart. And I was like, ooh. Oh, I'm going back. I'm going to give them <laughs> two one stars to buy two things. Post void this and, transaction. I need to do it again. So yeah, then the other day, my wife says, hey, can you go pick me up Panera? And I've never ordered at a Panera. I've never eaten at a Panera. I don't know what a Panera is, but she says there should be a drive through So I go to this Panera. There's Warning, no drive through Don't get the charge drink. You'll die. Keep going. There's no drive through at the Panera, so I have to go inside. Yep. So I go inside Panera. There's this little counter there. There's a worker behind the counter. She's hustling. She's working busy. I'm just standing there for probably two minutes straight, just standing there waiting for her to be like, hey, how, how can I help you, blah, blah, blah. Time. So I'm just standing there waiting while she's working, and I notice they have this little tablet-sized screen that's a little kiosk where you order your food. And I go, oh, okay. So I order my wife's food through the kiosk, which I personally love, by the way. I think it's very smart. I wish a lot of restaurants would go to a kiosk where you can just order your freaking food. But at the very end, it goes, how much would you like to tip today? <laughs> Not a thing. I was like, why would I tip? So that you know, me. You know, Subway has that too when you, on their little card kiosk now, when you pay, they yeah. have a tip on there. It's I never leave, I never leave a tip. I everywhere. don't leave a tip uh, if I don't get service. Before I moved, uh, I would very frequent a uh, uh, like a donut shop that was run by... Um, like legit um, immigrant, like Vietnamese people. Some of the best donuts ever. I mean, what absolutely. What do you mean by Vietnamese people? I mean, they're from Vietnam, I think. Oh, okay. Um, and so, just absolute amazing food. Okay. And now, granted, they did make them because you know they're it's not frozen or you know they they got there at three a.m. to make mm. them. Mm-hmm. Um, but I'd go through the line. They would grab the donuts, throw them in, and then at the end of each time, it asks for a tip. And I'm like, <sighs> "That's the only time I've been conflicted." But I still didn't tip anything because I shouldn't have to. So. Number one, when you are walking through the buffet line, putting food on your plate, and someone is sampling the food by sticking their finger oh, every no. dish. What? Every no. sauce. You're That's kidding you me. Before? You've seen that? I have not seen it, but I oh heard a God. horror story of it this week of how somebody went to a buffet at somewhere and there was somebody literally doing that to like the ranch, the blue cheese, oh, the every type of dressing they have. I they would dipping freak. their finger in and tasting I, w- I would go to jail. I would go I to jail would that freak. day. Oh, and once I, I heard that, that thing skyrocketed to the top of my list here. I don't yeah. even know what I would do. I don't know if I would just become this feral animal or if I would just calmly walk up to them and hurl all over their body. Just throw up all over them. I don't know what my gut instinct would be. Oh, I'd be Here's so what mad. you do. You walk up to them on their plate, and you just hawk a big loogie on their plate. And when they oh. get all offended, they're like, you just, that's what you're doing to everybody else. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, I, all that's I know is I'm one. definitely getting kicked out of that place. I'm definitely getting kicked out. <sighs> I decided to replace that with my original number five, and that was anything Michael Bay has done since Armageddon. <laughs> Thanks, Michael Bay. I haven't seen it, but to that point, it's like, you know, Michael Bay's doing all of his explosions thing, and on on break from his previous movie, he's sitting out eating a sandwich out of his lunchbox or whatever, and he sees, like, his his crew playing with a drone or whatever, and he's like, what's that? Well, it's a drone. 
Well, that's cool. Is it just like a little plane? Well, yeah, but it's got a camera on it, too. What? This is my life. <laughs> this is my life now. <laughs> A year later, Amy was born. <laughs> this is my life now. This is the day little Michael Bay was born. <laughs> this is the day little Michael Bay learned how to play. Well, um, John, while you were um, talking about some things, I actually wrote down a few things that were annoying to me, too, that were just kind of fresh on my mind um, from experiences uh, over the last few months. Um, this one was at the top of the list right now. Um, number one, um, Mariah Carey. <laughs> I don't think I need to explain it. For Christmas is you. Um, all the places that I've been, this is number two, all the places that I've been, I've had really good experiences at, at these establishments. And I've always heard that they're terrible and I've never resonated with that because every time I go to this place, it's always quick, simple, people are friendly, whatever, until I moved to where I am now. And then everything made sense. Oh. And that is going to the DMV. <laughs> Everywhere that I've lived previous to now, I go in, I'm there maybe 20, 30 minutes, depending on what's going on. Doesn't take very long. Not a big deal. When I came here and had to renew my license plate, get a license, the whole deal, um, I show up to the place with, and, and, and I'm, I'm a smart person. So I got online, did my research, looked at my paper, like I knew ex- all the paperwork that I needed to have. So I knew they weren't going to be able to turn me away. Um, so I go to the DMV and then I get there and there's a person outside the door, outside the door, like a bouncer. And they're like, hey, why are you here? Um, I need to renew my license plate and get a new license. Well, we don't do license plates here, but we do uh, licenses. Okay, so there's a separate location for the thing? Yeah, sure. Okay, great. Fine. So they're like, let me see your paperwork. Uh, Okay, this is outside. We're still outside. Let me see your paperwork. Okay, what what for? I'm going to make sure you have what you need before I let you in the building. Okay, fine. And they're grumpy about it, of course. So she checks it. That's fine. Here's a ticket. Go in and sit down. I open the door. The lobby seats about 30 people, and there's probably 35 people in that lobby. Oh, my. So then I I find a place to stand, sit, whatever. So then that lady that was outside comes back inside, and she's like, okay, everybody, listen up. I'm the only person here for the next three hours. So we're just going to make the best of it. I don't want to hear you complain. I don't want to hear you blah, 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 blah. This is how it is. If you don't like it, you can go. Also, if you are not here to do business, if you're just here with somebody else, you need to stand up and walk out right now. We are over the fire code for this building. And like five people stood up and walked out. (laughs) Oh, my gosh. I I was there for four hours. Hours. Four hours. But wait, that was just to do the license. So I go to, uh, like a week later, I go to do the plates or whatever, the inverse, whatever it was. And it was a very similar experience. I won't go through that one. But I stood in line for like 30 minutes outside when it was like 35 degrees. Oh, my gosh. Um, then when we finally got inside, they were separating us. But then the the only thing I'll note about that particular location is that I waited probably an hour and a half to get to the counter. And then when I get to the counter, they don't take uh, credit or debit cards. They only take... Oh, no, no, wait. I take that back. They take uh, cards for your actual registration fees, but they also charge a $7 notary fee that cannot be paid for on the card with the rest of the transaction. So they tell you to leave, go down the street to the ATM, get $7 out of the ATM, and come back to give it to them. And that was every single person. So anyway, I I digress. But now somebody's I know why. pocketing cash. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. exactly. 
Thank you for paying that notary fee. Thank you for the notary fee. Cash only. So, okay. So, number three. Your spouse, friend, or significant other is asking you questions about the movie that you are watching that you are also watching for the first time with them. (laughs) Why do you think they're doing that? Uh, I don't know. I've been here just as long as you have. I don't think they've told us What year is it? (laughs) My favorite response to when my wife asked me, I'm watching the same movie you are. (laughs) Number four, out of five, I'm almost done. Uh, Number four, listening to someone explain how to do something when you've already told them you know how to do it. Okay, so that's like, so that's like, oh, I think I'm gonna make a, a peanut butter and jelly sandwich. Oh, it's always old people. No offense, Ryan. Um, oh, I, uh, I, I used to make really good peanut butter and jelly sandwiches in my day. Yeah, I mean, it's pretty straightforward. Yeah, here's what I do. I take a piece of bread. Yeah, I, I mean, I know how to make a peanut butter and jelly sandwich. Then I take some creamy peanut butter, and I, I put a thin layer of peanut butter on the piece of bread. Yep, lining up so far. I'm, I'm following you. Then I take the other piece of bread. Okay, I, I really know how to do this. I think we're okay. Then I take some jelly or some preserves. Oh, fancy. Okay. And I smear it along the other piece of bread. But wait. But wait. Then I put them together. <laughs> My God. So... Listening to someone explain how to do something when you've already told them you know how to do it. And I think last I do that but, all the time, by the way. So <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> last but certainly not least, people talking during a movie in the movie theater. Mm. Yes. There's right. a reason that movie theaters get shot up from time to time. It's that. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> Today's the day. Okay, while you were sitting there, I made a list of 25 things that are going to Let's Let's go play a mil- million dollars, but... Hey, pal, what would you do for a million dollars? The Manchild Chronicles presents Million Dollars, but... All right, cronies, simple. It's a million dollars, but... I'll start it off. Christmas edition, by the way. Ooh. All right, gentlemen, you get a million dollars, but you have to put up your entire neighborhood's Christmas lights each year. And you have to live in a neighborhood, and people do put Christmas lights up, John. Hmm. I'm taking that money. I I would. I, me and my family would make a day of it. I hate Christmas lights and decorating. I'm out. I'm out. I love decorating. I'm out. Um, I would do it. Is it a million dollars one time for the rest of my life? Yep. One time. Yeah, I'd do it. I mean, yeah, yeah, I'd do it. I, I get I, that sweet million dollars and I just have to decorate houses? Yeah, absolutely. Okay. I don't know That's if you fun. guys hear the horror behind what you're yeah, saying. It sounds yeah. terrible to but me. It is terrible. What? It is horrific. Ryan, you I, love you love Christmas vacation. You love uh, Yeah, I do. You gotta and make it like Clark. I've decorated my house before. It's an afternoon to do one house to put all those right. clips yeah. up and lights up and then yeah. and then you plug them in before you went up there and now you plug them in when you're up there. Oh, half the strand is out. I I pre-plug in, buddy. I pre-plug oh, in on the ground. And you go up there, and all of a sudden, now it doesn't in. work. After you just plugged in, never ran into that. I've never ran into that. All right, a million dollars, but every time it snows, you can only use a cheap plastic shovel. No more, no more fancy oh. snow shovels. No more snow throwers. No plow trucks. Only a cheap plastic shovel. Are we? Were, by are the we, way. You live in Valdez, Alaska, where it snows 279.4 inches a year. If you fail to remove the snow off your sidewalk or driveway before the next snowfall, you lose everything. No. Hmm. I'm out. No. 
No. no. Why do you got to put such ridiculous... <laughs> no. And also a, you die. Million yeah. dollars. You sound like a prescription medication commercial. <laughs> they experience <laughs> diarrhea, seizures, <laughs> cancer, all these types of things. And you also may die. <laughs> all you do is shovel in snow. Just got to shovel snow. Cialis. Yeah. Okay, Mike. <laughs> all right. Each year... From December 1st through the 24th, you experience the full weight of a new sickness or disease each day. You will survive and will have no lasting side effects, but you will endure the full brunt of it for December 1st through the 24th, and you get $1 million every year you do that. Well, then, and yeah. for, and oh, the first easy. year that you don't do it, you lose it forever. Why would... Yeah, of course. How do I choose not to do it? Sounds like it just happens to me. <laughs> I think you've asked a question like this before, and yes, I'm going to do it. Especially if I get one every year, because technically I'm only working 24 days a year. Yeah? Yeah, that's it. I'm at in. a miserable job. <laughs> Sign me up. I mean... That particular day, your eyeballs could melt out of your head. You could be in them. like I, stage I just five. Get that pan- day. How stage many five times year after cancer? year can I keep getting like the same sickness? Like eventually, I'll just be like okay with it. No, it's it's mythical in the sense of like you will wake up and be an end stage pancreatic cancer for that twenty four hours. No pain, <laughs> yeah, no gain. No Whatever. Yep. <laughs> Whatever. I know I'm gonna live. I, get I don't a care. Million bucks. Million bucks every year. Million Absolutely. Like you you have to really me. break us. That's not gonna break us. All right, fair enough. Shoveling with a cheap plastic shovel? That, that broke, broke us. It. Well you <laughs> broke <laughs> us because you put us in Alaska. That broke you. <laughs> you put us in Alaska and we that lose it you. all. That broke that me. broke you. Okay, I got one for you. Uh, you get a million dollars, but your primary mode of transportation from now on for the rest of your life is a sleigh getting pulled by reindeer. Now, you have to raise and take care of the reindeer as well. You have to keep them trained for pulling the sleigh. You got to feed them, water them, clean their poop. Um, you also have to train and raise their children to take over because the reindeer will only be good for pulling their sleigh for about 10 to 15 years. And then you have to have the children trained and raised up to take over. But did I mention the trunk space on that sleigh? <laughs> that sleigh's got some nice trunk space. Is Does it like it fly? Yeah, flying no. reindeer? No, 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 like no. So let me get this straight. I'm in a sleigh. That's right. On on Interstate 85. That's just right. grinding with sparks going out behind me. And everyone knows. <laughs> nope, he's good. This guy's good. Is it? Do I get like top speed like a car would, or is it this like 20 miles an hour? That's it. Um, I look. What's and the top speed that a top rain, speed's around 50 miles an hour? How many reindeer is that? Um, I think eight. So I have to take care for eight reindeers. Yep, and raise their children. Right. Are my headlights what? white or red? <laughs> red. So what red, would like cause me? <laughs> so if I take the million dollars, what would cause me to lose the million dollars? There's nothing to lose. You took the million, and but you have to. You there's only one mode of transportation: sleigh and reindeer. Can I ride passenger in other vehicles? No. <laughs> All right, I, I, this is what I'm going to do. Go ahead. I'm going to take the million bucks. I'm going to kill the reindeer before they have their kids. Boom. Over. I won. What? You, so then you just have a sleigh You're with a no monster. reindeer? I'm just not going to go anywhere. I got a million bucks. <laughs> just going to sit at home forever. I'm going to do it, and then, and then I'm going to pick everybody up when we go somewhere, and they'll be like, how do I, what, what do you drive? How do I know it's you? Oh, you'll know it's me. <laughs> you'll, you'll know. You'll know, buddy. Merry Christmas. Okay. Uh, I got one more for you. And us four can relate to this maybe more than some listeners. But every time you see a Christmas tree... You have to sing Jingle Bells, the Barbra Streisand version. 
I guess you, I don't know this version. Jingle bells, jingle bells, jingle all the way. The really fast version. You oh, finest, just say jingle well, bells. Every time I see a Christmas tree? Every time. Let's pause there for a minute. But yeah, Mike, help us out here. Well, look, I I like Barbara Streisand now, so... Do you remember that version, Jay? You had to sing the full song? Yeah. How uh, long's the full song? Tell me Mike? how long the full song is, Mike. Two minutes. Jingle bells, jingle bells, jingle all the way. Oh, what fun it is to ride in a one horse open sleigh. Hey, jingle oh, man, bells, jingle bells, jingle all the way. Oh, what fun it is to ride in a one horse open sleigh. She's hey, cooking. She Everyone back up, let her cook. She got that rhythm on that, too. She's winded, though. You can hear it. I feel like this would go with like, hustle and flow. I feel like I see uh, Terrence Howard standing up and just hustle and flow. Ludacris. They're just getting it. Luda. Luda. Fisk. This is what I'm going to do. I'm going to take the million bucks. I'm taking it. Then, during Christmas season, I'm going to go to the Bahamas. <laughs> no. Where there's only palm trees. Oh, Not a lot of Christmas trees. trees. During December, You'll see everybody has You'll Christmas see him, John. You'll see him. Can't avoid it. I'm going to go somewhere where they don't celebrate Christmas. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure your family will be happy with that. I don't care. They can stay behind and celebrate yeah, Christmas. You will not have a family anymore. I know that. <laughs> Oh, dear. <laughs> you think that's a threat to John? <laughs> oh, Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. Oh, that's funny. I'm in, Ryan. I'm in. Okay. A million dollars. Didn't you just go? No, I just Ryan went. did. Oh, okay. Okay. A million dollars. But you have to casually work saying the word Christmas. Into a conversation a million times before you receive the money. Oh, you cannot fine. tell anyone why you talk about Christmas so much, <laughs> and you cannot say it more than one time in a sentence. If you do lose, if you do, you lose everything, and you have to complete the challenge between March 1st and August 1st. Oh, wow. Oh, 100%. Yeah. That'd be that'd be a fun challenge to do. It'd be a fun challenge, yeah. To and give have, you some ideas, that gives you 153 days. That means 6,535 times a day you have yep. to say Christmas on that. Yep, that track. I am going to yeah, be I'm a in. chatty Kathy. <laughs> I'm going to talk to every single person I encounter. Hi, I'm Ryan. Christmas is my favorite holiday. Hi, I'm Ryan. Yep. Christmas is my favorite holiday. <laughs> <laughs> what is yours? <laughs> I don't really care what yours is because mine's Christmas. <laughs> well, everybody's gonna everybody's it. gonna try it. Like, there's no consequences if you don't try it. So everybody's gonna try it. <laughs> John's like, oh wait, you'll die. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Hold on. Hold on. <laughs> Hold on. You have to live in Valdez, Alaska. <laughs> yeah. Why? Two hundred seventy-nine point four inches a year, and all you have is a cheap plastic shovel. I don't know That's if I'm gonna have enough doing. conversations in that. I was going to say, and the town only has 10 people. Good luck. I have to knock on all the igloos. Is anybody home? Hold on. And you can't talk. Boom. (laughs) You're so stupid. I can sign language. Okay. All right. All right. All right. A million dollars. But each time someone in range of you says Christmas... You have to pull 10 feet of Christmas lights out of your bum. Oh. <laughs> Accepted. <No>. Hello. <laughs> what? That might be sad. I call that a regular Tuesday. <laughs> so you just got to drop your drawers and just start pulling out Christmas lights? Uh, you can kind of just reach back there and... You're gonna have to wear you're gonna have to wear those like pajamas with the flap on the back. Oh, <laughs> I just million dollars, but each time someone around you says Christmas, you got to pull ten feet of Christmas lights out. Well, are they are they like the mini lights or like the C sevens? I I don't think it matters because if they're the mini lights, they're gonna be sharp 
if they're the bigger lights, they're going to be rounded, but they're going to be large. <laughs> I hope they're the bigger lights. C9. Maybe it's an LED rope light. Then it wouldn't be that bad. Ooh. Ooh. Well, that still hope, sounds bad. I don't it'll it'll probably be a mixture. Uh, speaking of pulling things out of your butt, I heard this uh, story the other day. And uh, this guy was traveling over in, oh, one of the Asian places, maybe like Thailand. Um, he was eating street food, was going to the street vendors. Um, he was like, looking back, hindsight is twenty twenty. I should not have eaten at this place. Uh, he ate food. Um, probably like two or three weeks later, he has been having these horrible stomach pains. He's sitting on the toilet. He's pooping. And in the... It's just hurting so bad. And so he kind of looks and he can see in the water a reflection and there's something no. dangling from his no. butt. And so he grabs it and he's like, he's pulling on it, right? Trying to get it. <laughs> and it's a tapeworm and he can feel it in his intestines, like coming down his stomach. And he's just pulling on it and then it, it you know finally, what's funny like, i gotta stop you for just a minute we lost viewers during that story <laughs> and he has to he's literally and then finally it, he can feel it wrenching on his intestine and he has to let go and it crawls back up has to go to the doctor and get it uh, medically removed <sighs> so that's a real life thing mike i don't want to do I'll it i'll take no. a million bucks for that not, yeah yeah i'm not taking the million dollars I have broken you. I have broken you. (laughs) You broke us. (laughs) I would do it. I would do it. I'd do it. No way. All right, here's my last one. Uh, You get a million dollars, but every time you hear someone say Merry Christmas, that's like the mistletoe trigger for you from now on. You have to do a dramatic soap opera kiss. You know, that, oh, I love you, and that real long dramatic soap opera kiss uh, with the person nearest you every time you hear the phrase Merry Christmas. Merry so, I mean, Christmas. it's really only going to affect you like for one month out of the year. Who am I kissing? The nearest person. <laughs> Challenge accepted. <laughs> Come here, Ryan. <laughs> Come here, boy. <laughs> Get over here. Get over so, here. Yeah, I'll just have my wife on my side everywhere I go. I'll be fine. Yeah, I'd do it. Sounds terrible, though. I'd do it. I'd make it terrible to kiss my wife. What's wrong with my wife, John? Have I mean? Huh? (laughs) And we're going to commercial break. (laughs) It's not my wife. Uh, in in almost a hundred episodes of all the things we've talked about that was by far the most awkward moment in our history (laughs) yes Uh, All right. well let's go do a commercial break and we'll be right back Let's draft. It's draft time. That's right. It's draft time. Here's how it works. Each player will get four picks to create the best lineup for today's topic. Once the teams are selected, the man-child universe gets to decide which person takes the win. All right, Cronies, tonight's draft is the best Christmas characters of all time. I'm not good at remembering birthdays, so tonight's draft order is going to be birthdays, what day you were born on. So if you're born on the 31st, you're getting the last pick. Earlier, the better. So. Three. You were three? 11. 11. John? 14. I'm also 14, so I can beat John when arm wrestling, so I'll go three. John will go four. 
<laughs> oh, what? John, you're going to accept that? Don't accept that. I think John could take you, Ryan. <laughs> Are you kidding me? Are you kidding me? Have you seen this beast? <laughs> He's like 6'8". He's going to beat you. I don't care. I don't care. How about this? How about this? Rock, paper, scissors. Okay. Come on. Ready? ready? Yep. Rock, Rock paper, scissors. Paper, shoot. scissors. You do shoot? Who does shoot? <laughs> All right, do it with shoot. I don't know, right, but our shoot. timing is way off, so ready? Yeah. Here, just hold it below the table. look like we're jerking off. We'll do it okay. like that. That shoot, put it up. Ready? Okay, ready? Put it up. Ready? Rock, yep. paper, scissors, shoot. <laughs> You're way slow. <laughs> yeah. Way slow, right? All right, I'll go four. <laughs> okay. All right, Mike, you're up. All right. Get us some background music here. Thank you. Now, this is the best Christmas characters, not the most iconic Christmas characters. All right. I wanted to do something in an effort to upset Ryan. So, number one, I'm going to take Clark Griswold. Son of a bitch. <laughs> wow. At what did number I do to one. you? <laughs> you know what? He's top four, so that fits. It fits. Let's all just take characters that Ryan loves here. Oh, you guys are the worst. That would be the best Christmas present I could ever get. <laughs> uh. All right. Well, with my first pick, I am going to take uh, the iconic... John McClane. It's good. Oh, I didn't expect this draft to start like this, so I guess I'm going to go Kevin McAllister. Let's see. Three what out of my will, top four are off the board. What will make Ryan upset? What will make <laughs> Ryan upset? I'm going to just take some off-ball ones here. I'm going to go a little Mike action on this draft, actually. There's a lot of good, odd Christmas movies that have odd characters. And I'm going to say the names. I'm going to see if you guys can uh, pin them to the movie. Okay. So the first person I'm going to take is Frank Cross. Scrooged. Absolutely. Yep. Bill Murray and Scrooge. My second pick, I'm going to take Rudy Duncan. Rudy Duncan. He's the bully in uh, uh, Christmas Story. Nope. Right? Maybe. I'm not is the movie the, I'm thinking of. Is that Duncan's toy chest? Nope. Rudy Duncan. Thank. Is that the friend in? Is that the friend in uh, Jingle All the Way? Nope, it is Ben Affleck in the movie Reindeer Games. Ben <laughs> oh Affleck in the movie Reindeer so Games. Rudy, Rudy Duncan. What was your first pick? Frank Cross, Scrooge. <laughs> so All right, I'm going to take... I will take, so it doesn't get to Jay, Santa Claus. That's good. I wrote down Santa Claus. I also wrote down Tim Allen next to that. He's the number one Santa Now, what Santa Claus are you taking, Ryan? Tim Allen or a different one? Um, Yeah, I'll take the Tim Allen Santa Claus. It's a close. Miracle, Miracle on 34th Street is a close one, but I'm going to take the Tim the Allen. The most iconic is Tim Allen has done way more than that, Santa. <laughs> Screw the Miracle on 34th Street, Chris Kringle. Well, I mean, from 1947 to 1990, uh, whatever. Nine. It was him. No. Who was it then? Who was it besides <laughs> that guy? <laughs> <laughs> All right. Go ahead, Jay. All right. Um, with my next pick, I will take uh, my other top four pick. Has not been gone yet. And that is Buddy the Elf. Has, has, you know what I've noticed this year with the Elf movie? It has What'd gone into a lot of people don't like the Elf movie all of a sudden. Hmm. I haven't weird? noticed that. Oh, like everybody I work with, like, oh, Elf sucks. I'm like, what are you talking about? What are they talking like about? Yeah, everybody down here in Missouri seems to not like the movie Elf, and I'm like, do you realize how old that movie is? It's 
It's like 20 years um, old now, isn't it? Th- this year was the 20 year, year anniversary. Yep. Yeah. Came yeah. out in 03. Yep. All right, Mike, you got back to back. Back to back. All right. Can I take Scott Calvin since you took Santa Claus? No. No, he took Tim Allen's Santa Claus. Okay. All right. I'm going to take Harry Potter. That's an int- I don't know if that technically is a Christmas every, character. Every Harry Potter movie, there's there's Christmas elements in it. Every single one. I It's controversial. I saw it on lists. I don't buy it. Um, I could take Rudy Duncan. He could take Harry Potter. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. It, it's not... He's not an actual Christmas, but that's fine. Whatever. And then I'm going to take Howard Langston. Turbo Man. Turbo Man. It's Turbo Time. First time my kids watched that movie, they were like, can I get a Turbo Man for Christmas? I'm like, they don't exist. I promise you it's not a real thing. You know what? Let me look because I will bet you... Just get him. No, Iron you could find you you could find something like on eBay. I think I looked up. Stupid expensive. They do not have um, Turbo Man toys on the ready. Fifty five bucks, seventy bucks, twenty bucks. They're out there. Hi, Jay's kids. If you're listening, you no. too can get a Turbo Man. No, no. <laughs> junk toys. All right, well, since no one has uh, taken this best Christmas character, I'm going to do it. Um, and that's Jesus. I'm oh, that's Jesus my next off pick. The board. <laughs> uh, baby Jesus so, was my next pick, son of a gun. I got you. Don't you worry about it, big guy. I got you. All right, uh, good pick, Jay. Uh, with my next pick, I will take Gizmo. Gizmo from Gremlins. All right. It's Keep funny me. that I had a debate in my head. I'm like, mm, Jesus or Gizmo? Jesus or Gizmo? <laughs> I'm like, which one's the cutest baby? I don't. Oh, I guess I'll go with Jesus. <laughs> That's funny. I had the same debate going. <laughs> All right. My next pick here will be Jack Campbell. Jack Campbell. I know that name. Why do I know that name? What movie is it? Jack Campbell. Jack Campbell. No guesses? Is that the guy no from guesses. Speed? Is that no the guy from Speed? Speed? It is Nick Cage from The Family Man. Nick oh. Cage. <laughs> oh, I need to watch that. Nick a good Cage. Movie. Watch Nick that. Cage. Family Man. Okay, now my next one, you guys will all recognize the name, but I need to know what movie. Mr. Jack Frost. Are you taking him from Rise of the Guardians? Yeah, Rise of the Guardians. No, I'm taking a Michael Keaton from the movie <laughs> Jack Frost. Hey, that's a good one. That's a good movie. Wow, what an iconic Christmas character list you have there. Round the out my Christmas character list. I got Frank Cross from Scrooge, Rudy Duncan from Reindeer Games, Jack Campbell from Family Man, and Jack Frost from Michael Keaton's Jack Frost. Surprisingly, the character's name was Jack Frost. I forgot that. Okay, a uh, lot of good picks left. Do I want to go with an iconic movie character or just a great Christmas character you see at Christmas all the time? So I'm going to go with the Salvation Army bell ringer for my last one. So my my four picks, I'm going to have Kevin McAllister, Santa Claus, Gizmo, and the Salvation Army bell ringer. Nice. All right. There's a lot of really good ones still left. Um, I'm going to go ahead and take from one of my favorite, most iconic characters. Started off in a Charles Dickens book. um, Has gone all the way to be the story of a lot of movies. And even a newer musical um, that I really love with Will Ferrell and Ryan Reynolds. And that is Ebenezer Scrooge. I am taking the character Ebenezer Scrooge. Now, which 
you have to take a certain Ebenezer Scrooge, don't you? Since the I name Ebenezer Scrooge, it's from all of them. It's from yeah, Spirited, it's from the Christmas Carol, and you specifically made me take a And there is a clear 101 when it comes to Scrooges. I, I, I don't think there is. I love them all. Pick one. I don't know what you mean. Pick you one. I named them all. Pick one. I don't have one to name. I don't know what to tell if you. If you don't the pick one, you Ebenezer forfeit the pick. I know who it is. Can I say who no. it is? the pick. Huh? Can I say who the most iconic? No, because he's going to say, oh, yeah, I'll take that one. Oh, all right. I love that one. I'll take that one. Pick one. Uh, Jim Carrey's Ebenezer Scrooge. You're a dummy. Ryan, go. It is Scrooge McDuck. No, Michael yes. came from the Muppets Christmas Carol. No, guys. no, no. I don't, that's not the yes. best one. Yes, that's not the best one. He is the best one. No, Michael he's a good one. Ken. Not the best one, dude. That movie Spirited. Will Ferrell's Ebenezer Scrooge is already up the list. I love that movie. I would actually go with uh, Sir Patrick Stewart if it was me. Oh my God. No. Scrooge McDuck's number two. Michael Caine is number one. No. Uh, so round out my life. list. I've got uh, John McClane. I've got... Um, I don't know what order I took this. John McClane, Buddy the Elf, Jesus, and Ebenezer Scrooge. Michael, okay. finish it up. All right. I'm going to recap and then do my last one. So I started off with Clark Griswold. For the sole intended purpose of upsetting Ryan, which I successfully did. Um, then I took heart. Harry Potter. And then I took Howard Langston from Jingle All the Way, Turbo Man. And last but certainly not least, I am going to take every basic white girl from every Hallmark movie ever. <laughs> <laughs> oh, they're all big city city goer jobs coming back to the Oh, oh you're right. I did write down, uh, what, where is it? Where is it? Uh, every basic big city white girl from every Hallmark movie ever. That's 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 what I wrote down. Well, that's a good draft. I think we can all agree I won that draft today, and I'd like to no, accept this award on behalf of my <laughs> he family. He brought a trophy with him. <laughs> on behalf of my family. Thank He's you. so desperate for the W, he brought his own trophy. Is this Did what you you're buy doing that now? Did you lost in fantasy to me, Ryan? Did he buy that? This is actually, uh, I don't know if you can see it on there. This is the favorite child. This is the favorite child award trophy that gets handed out to my kids each week. To my favorite child. <laughs> That's not toxic. <laughs> That's not gonna cause therapy at all. One of your kids hasn't won it in like three years, I guarantee. <laughs> the and therapy if was, bill. If it was anything about the presence before we went on air, it's very clear who it is. <laughs> Oh, those poor middle children. All right. <laughs> Good draft. Cronies, have a Merry Christmas. Until next time, peace. We out of here. Thanks for joining us today on The Manchild Chronicles. You can find us on your favorite social media platforms at The Manchild Chronicles. Don't forget to join us every Friday for a new episode. That's all for now. See you next time. Thank you.